Welcome to the Turtle Pizza Party Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Hiller, with my co-host, Jamal. All right, today we are doing a character profile, a deep dive on Jamal's favorite Ninja Turtle and co-creator Peter Laird's favorite turtle, Ha-ha. Donatello. Donnie. I mean, I don't know if you really want to hit your wagon to Peter. No, no, nah. Peter Laird's actually a great guy. <laughs> uh, both creators, Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird, like, I'm down with them. They did great work. Um, arguably, I would say... My favorite iteration of Turtles or everything after <laughs> they were done with them. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I respect the original Turtles and the comic run and all that stuff, but I think, like, it's just everything that the Turtles become after the fact is They really, just evolve. Yeah, they evolve, and yeah. I, you know, I've been there for every evolution of the Turtles, um, every mutation, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait for the next mutation of the Turtles. No more mutations. <laughs> <laughs> um,. But yeah, man, so uh, Donatello, right? Um, break it down, man. Like, I think we already discussed it before, but why yeah. is why is he your favorite turtle? Because oh, I love Donnie because he is the, you know, the technical genius of the group, but he also carries a lot of the comedic stuff, especially from the versions I watch, right? Which is like... Right, the, yeah. He is a comic movie. relief in the 90s film. Yeah. Um, in, in other iterations of him, he is... Um, um, accidentally the comic yeah. relief sometimes but yeah no so you know and then the 2012 one he has a lot of it, he's not as funny as the other characters but i still like the stuff he does is funny especially when he like falls in love with april and he's trying to do like all the funny stuff to get her <laughs> attention but um just overall his scientific look on things is pretty similar to how i see things so i like donnie yeah he's a logical um character yeah. in a world of illogical characters exactly um i mean the whole premise of the ninja turtles are illogical so yeah. I and mean, that's why it's it's funny it's mutants that, and aliens yeah mutants and aliens and robots and this dimensions. and that and dim- different dimensions yeah so but he is always like the sound uh scientific mind and yeah no so i mean but he's always portrayed as that and mm-hmm. in the even in the original comics like uh the first issue like the we've already discussed the turtles don't really have much of individual personalities yeah. like they're not um they're just kind of like a four turtle i was almost saying four man team but a four turtle team that are <laughs> the four on a mission. ninja death team yeah <laughs> and they're out to kill the shredder and that's what yeah, they do and it. that's the first issue assassination um, but it's very quickly in the second issue like they start getting their individual personalities and donatello um is immediately like the crafty one the handsy one you yeah. know and like he not the handsy one i'm sorry he's not touching anyone um <laughs> But he's the crafty one, and he's the handy one, and he's, you know, because he helps April on the computer yep. uh, to shut down the, the mousers, and this is all seen just in the second issue. Yeah. You know? Uh, he's also the third oldest, which is a funny way of saying that he's the second youngest. Exactly. Which <laughs> kind, of, kind of puts him in the middle yeah, somewhere. Right. Yeah. Uh, Mikey's always the youngest. Yeah. Um, there is sometimes a, fl- a switch... Between Raphael and Leo being the oldest, yeah. In Rise, uh, Raph, Raph is, the, is oldest, the oldest, yeah. And Leo and Donnie are called the twins, quote unquote, oh, because really? they're like the same age. Um, but yeah, so Donatello is the second youngest, or you know, right there in the middle. Um, in the even though it's not distinctly said early on, he's often considered second in command. Really? And, yeah. That's a surprise to so, me. I don't know. I always thought it was Raph. Well, okay, so 
in those kind of like power structures, right, where there's a team, um, or even just in military terms or whatever, like not everybody gets a position. You okay. know what I mean? But there's a leader, and then there's always a second command. Because, like, what's important is to have a successor to the throne, kind of. Yeah. You know? So, like, hey, if he falls, this is the person. Um, but often, I feel like with these kind of teams, the second command is uh, a person of uh, intelligence. Like, it's kind of like a you're the strategist. Okay. So, I need you to be my right-hand man so that I can kind of, like, look to you and be like, hey, is this a good decision? And, like, you can help me make that decision and you can... You can do this and that. And that's where Donatello's role comes in. And like I said, like, it's never, well, I mean, it is, but it's not really pushed as much, mm. you know, but historically, if you look back at it, he is in a position to make a lot of decisions. Okay. Where a second in command would be, you know, where he doesn't have to be like, hey, Leo, is it okay if I just turn yeah. this van into a party wagon for us? You know? Uh, he he does make those power moves, um, whereas like somebody like a Raphael or Michelangelo aren't making those decisions. Yeah, you know, they're soldiers. You know, gotcha. and as much as they are, that makes sense. Four brothers who are all working together for a common goal. Like no, there's people who are making decisions. People mm-hmm. who are making strategic decisions, whereas Raphael and Michelangelo aren't. You know, yeah, they're they're not trusted to come up with a battle plan, or you know, to to figure out the weaknesses of our enemies or anything like that, they have different roles. Gotcha. You know, they're the they're the foot on the gr- the feet on the ground, not foot. Like they're not the foot. Um, well, actually, they are the foot sometimes, but that's a whole nother subject. Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, he's him just like his other brothers are named after Italian Renaissance artists. Uh, Donatello specifically is a sculptor. Okay. Uh, he's the least confrontational of all the turtles. Um, yes. I think that's seen, so. yeah, again, that's seen throughout every iteration yeah. of him. Um, sometimes to the point where he's a pacifist, like in the Archie comics mm-hmm. or kind of in the cartoon where he's just not in the original cartoon. Yeah. Where he's just not that interested in, in a fight. He's more about he, the tech. He's more about the tech and he's more about like, Hey, I just built this thing that yeah. will pacify our enemy or this or that. I mean, like, He's given, um, I mean, all the weapons in the right hands are lethal weapons. Of course. But he's given the bow staff. Nope. Like, a bow staff just kind of like, you know, it allows him to put distance between him and his enemy. He is the least confrontational, and like, his weapon is is kind of like mirrors that. And I think a, a, the weapons of all the turtles kind of mirror their personalities. And yeah. like, the bow staff, like, again, like, it puts a distance between him and his enemy. He's able to. Um, deter people with it, but exactly. it's, it's not like he's not it's going not, around. It's not lethal. It's, it, I mean, it could be. It could be absolutely. But it's not initial like hard enough. I mean, the yeah. NFL's shown that. Like. Yeah, true. <laughs> but there's no sharp blade. No, you know, point. Except for in the 2012 cartoon, which it's funny was, that you said that. I was gonna bring that up. Which I think the 2012 when I first saw that because when like the early shots of the 2012 uh, cartoon were coming out. They showed Donnie with a bladed staff, yeah. and they showed Mikey with bladed nunchucks, mm. essentially. And it was so weird. It was yeah. like, wait, these guys are not supposed to have blades. But it was like, it was a choice. Yep. And both they did both of them very well, where like 
it's like a um, snap of the staff where he, like he twists it yeah. and then the blade pops out. And like same with Michelangelo, they're not bladed all the time. Yeah. Like they definitely use the the weapons tradition like how they would traditionally, and then they have the option. And especially since like they um, they start facing robots very early yeah. on in that series, like yeah. Robots are fair game, man. Exactly. You can do whatever you need, whatever you, <laughs> you want know, with them. It's not graphic. You're not going to get a rated R um, from the, the board or anything like that. But I'm not going to lie. When I rewatch some of the um, episodes in the season where they fight the Super Shredder mm. in 2012. Yeah, that was, that they was got, when got mutated. Yo, right? yeah. They got busy. Like, they were going out for blood. And I seen Donnie put the blaze on. I said, oh, man, they ain't playing. <laughs> yeah, they had war paint on at yeah. that point. And they it was all like, black. They didn't even wear the yeah. colors. I was like, oh. Yeah, they were, they went true ninjas. Yeah. You know? yeah, ninjas don't hide in the showers with a bright orange bandana. <laughs> ninjas, ninjas go black. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, um, which, tough. actually, that traditional ninja garb that we all imagine when we say ninja mm-hmm. is actually just, like, um, reminiscent of the Japanese theater. Because when they were doing, like, uh, stagehands or like oh, puppetry, yeah. they would have to wear all black so they blended into the background so that they okay. can like move Kermit the Frog or whatever and then just be like, oh, oh, Kermit's just moving by himself. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, or yeah, when there's like a set change or something like that, they they could just like move around in the back in the shadows and you wow. just be like, why? How is how is the set just changing like that by itself? It's magical. That's um, crazy. <laughs> now when you think about it, that's crazy, right? Yeah, no, it is. I mean, like that's but. Um, I mean, because, like, the true original Japanese ninjas were farmers yeah. that turned pitchforks and hoes and stuff into into weapons. Yep. Um, so speaking of weapons and ninja skills and stuff like that, Donnie is always traditionally the worst ninja. Yes. Yeah. The which worst is fighter. nothing to knock him. All right. First of all, uh, he has three very talented brothers. Exactly. So I wouldn't put it against him that well, he has like, to. Somebody has to be the worst. If you're the fourth best fighter... Out of, of the, the four best fighters, yeah. <laughs> like, are you really okay. that bad? Yeah, I mean, but, uh, tr- I mean, like traditionally in every media, whenever they have like the sparring scenes where mm-hmm. they're just like training or this or that, Donatello is always getting knocked around. Yeah. And you can't be the smartest and the best fighter because no, no, then no, you're too no, OP. No, no, no. yeah, and yeah. and he's also the tallest, which again we already said like that's, yeah. that makes him the ladies' man. Uh, so. Also, kind of hard to, to fight when you're that lanky, right? You tall and lanky. <laughs> yeah. Unless you cream Abdul Jabbar in Game of Death, you just beat up Bruce oh, Lee. Oh yeah, yeah, Bruce Lee's last film. <laughs> yeah. Um, R.I.P. <laughs> uh, yeah. So right off the bat, in the original comics, he's he's shown to be um, a tech mind, um, scientific based. Um, they early on in the comics have to make a flee to the farmhouse, which um, we've seen like in the '90s movie. Yeah. And it's kind of the same thing. In the 90s movie, uh, him and Casey start working on the truck, you know, mm-hmm. and this and that. And he's, like, fixing things around the house. And it's just like, hey, can, you know, Donnie, can you look at this? Can you look yeah. at that? And that's what it is in the comics. And that's where that comes from, is from the comics. Is when they're in, when they're at the farmhouse, he, to keep his mind busy, like, he's just working on the house. Yeah. Working on this, working on that. Um to the point where even when the turtles, well, the turtles have one, uh, one more fight before they head back to the sewers and like do this whole thing, and Donnie breaks his leg in the original series. Gotcha. And he makes his, uh, he makes a decision to not go back with his brothers, but actually stay at the, the farmhouse. Okay. And heal up, so he stays there. He heals up, and again, like it gives him a time to be isolated and 
with his own mind and that's where Donnie strives is like yeah. when he's in his mind and like in the in a lot of the series like he's always he's always like uh, seen off in the corner like working on the next machine or this or that and you know don't touch my stuff that kind of stuff <laughs> but he's such a great inventor yeah <laughs> you know what I mean like I mean it's funny because like in the original cartoon um he definitely kind of like just duct tapes a flashlight to a crystal and it's just like it's an interdimensional portal and stuff like that you know and they poke fun at that at, uh in that in that great uh crossover cartoon uh cartoon mo- made for tv movie oh yeah uh, turtles, forever, turtles forever where there's like three generations of the turtles 2012 um no i'm sorry the 2004 2004 the 87 and the, and comics. the comics yeah you know all joined together and Whereas, like, the 2004 Donnie is just like, I don't understand the science. Yeah. And then, like, the, you know, the 87 Donnie is just like, oh, I don't know. Yeah. We'll just put things together yeah. and it works. Like, it, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they do make fun of that, but he is of the science mind. Uh, he, that comes into play a lot. Um, when Image took over Mirage and they were doing their own continuity of the Turtles, um, which I don't believe is canon anymore. Nope. But... I mean, there's a lot of... I mean, technically, everything is, <laughs> everything is its own canon for the yeah. most part. But when it comes to, like, um, like now the continuation of the original Mirage comics with The Last Ronin, uh-huh. um, the image stuff is not considered canon. Gotcha. It's just like, nope. Nah. That stuff doesn't count. But in that iteration, um, Donnie is um, near-death... Mm-hmm. severely hurt um they don't say he's dead though because his spirit's still there gotcha but when you look at the comic panel he's kind of a skeleton so you're like i think he's dead yeah but they're like no he's still here yeah take the and, context clues and that's when they rebuild him as like a cyborg ah so at least in the image comics like yeah there's he becomes a cyborg which reflects the idw when donnie died Gotcha. And then his consciousness is put into Metalhead, and then he just kind of rides it out in the robot until his body can heal. Gotcha. Um, and, yeah, so, I mean, like, what else? Uh, his In the original comic, his intelligence generally is, like, the save-the-day moment. It's gotcha. always like, hey, we have a problem, and we don't know how to solve it, and they're just kind of distracting the enemy until um he can figure it out until yeah until donnie can figure something out and then in in like the new the newer stuff it's less of that would you say i don't know probably not i think that's the formula that uh, they kind of stuck with right yeah to me it always seems like well rise i didn't get too much into rise but donnie still seemed like the tech guy but uh rise I, rise he definitely is a tech guy but with rise because of the format of the show, where it's a uh, fifteen-minute like hit, it's fifteen minutes. Yeah. But with commercials, it's more of a twelve-minute. Yeah. So it's a twelve-minute show, and his his tech is instead used as a plot device for these quick uh, runtime jokes. Yeah. You know, where it's just like Donnie made this machine that does this, and then like here's twelve minutes of us riffing on this invention. <laughs> yeah. It's really not. Yeah, Donnie being Donnie. saving the day with his intelligence. Gotcha. You know, it's 
it's like, well, how can we get to this plot device? You know, and she's like, oh, well, Donnie could do this, and then that's the joke. Gotcha. You know, because again, that's the format of Rise. Yeah. I don't. Rise I, is like slapstick, man. Rise is slapstick, and I, would, I like it. I would best describe Rise as like Ren and Stimpy meets the Ninja Turtles. It does, yeah. Very high energy. You know, very high energy. It's very uh, graphic comedy. Mm-hmm. Um, some of it's kind of slapstick, gross, but yeah. it is what it is. And once you accept that it's something different, that's when you can enjoy it. Gotcha. You know, and especially since it's only 12 minutes long, like, yeah. just enjoy it. Just have fun. You know? Yeah, just sit back and laugh at the jokes for 12 minutes. Like, it doesn't have to be anything more than it has to be, you know? Yeah. Um, and then later in the series, like, it does start becoming a, a continuity, you know. A cohesive a, story. Cohesive story, and it just, it starts becoming something. But at least in the very beginning, it's a lot of, like, let's throw things out and see what sticks. And yeah. kind of just like, hey, we're having fun here, right? And yeah, we're having fun. If you let yourself have fun. Exactly. And I think that's why, like, with Next Mutation, like, it gets a bad rap. But if you can just kick back and just enjoy it. There you, know, you go. Just know it for, uh, see it for what it is. It was not great puppetry <laughs> made for kids, you know? So, like, yeah, just sit back and enjoy it. Like, I feel you. I agree 100%. But when it comes to Donnie, it does seem like if there's an issue insurmountable, they kind of rely on, like, can you think of something? You know yeah. what I mean? Okay, can you, you know, come on, Donnie, we need you. But also, I think, like, that's why he's kind of in the second command, because yeah. he's in second command, because he's the sound mind, yeah. you know. Whereas, you know, absolutely, Leo is the leader. Leo is a strategist. Leo is, um, he knows how to bring a team together. Uh, he knows his brother's strengths and weaknesses, mm-hmm. and he knows how to use them um, to their benefit. And he knows how to protect them. Yes. Um, and... This isn't the Leo episode, but um, that's why Donnie's in second command, because, like, Donnie can be the one to fall back on and just be like, you have any ideas? Yeah. And it's just, like, way ahead of you. Like, I've been thinking this whole time. But also, like, as you may remember, in 2012, there was an episode where all the turtles get a chance at being the leader. Yes. And they all fail at yep. it. Yeah. Because it's it's kind of like, it's very early on in their, you know. In the season, run. In the yep. ninja run and they all have like a little beef with leo and how he's choosing to be a leader so he's like all right everybody else try everybody else go ahead be my guest and Raphael's too hot-headed and rushed in with no plan uh donatello overplans everything yes you know where they to the point where like i think the bad guys literally just get away yeah because he's like trying to do the calculations and like he's like no 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 no. i'm almost done and they're like donnie we should do something and he's like no no no. i'm still thinking and then kind of blows up in his face. And then uh, Michelangelo was just, I think he, literally when it's his turn, they just go out and get pizza because yeah. like, he can't even. <laughs> like, it's very, he's very quick to give it up. He's yeah. just like, all right, so we got pizza. And they're like, all right, vote yeah. to yeah. not have Mikey as the leader. He's like, what? I thought I was doing a great job. Um, that's funny. Yeah. It, you know, and that's, and that's also like where they, uh, I think they're punished by Splinter at some point too, because like, he, he feels like they're not being um, up to their level. Gotcha. So, like, he, like, swaps all their weapons. And, again, we've said this about the Turtles and their weapon choices. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, like, rotates everyone's weapons. And, oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. And, like, so Donnie's weapon is the bow specifically because it's so simple. Yeah. 
and he overthinks everything. And even, oh, there's another episode where he feels like he can improve on his bow. Yeah. So he, like, puts a bunch of, like, tech in it. Where yeah. Where, like, spring-loaded and like, this and that. Yep. And, and, and Splinter's like, no. Nah, that's, what are you doing? Yeah. And he's like, well, no, I made it better. I'm tired of this stupid stick. And it's just like, you got the bow staff for a reason. Yeah. And it's because he overthinks everything. Exactly. And when he's given the bow staff, there's nothing to over, simple. overthink. It's simple. It's a stick. Hit things with it. Yeah. You know? And, and that's there's a lesson in that. You exactly. Know? And just like with Michelangelo, when he has the nunchucks, like he has the nunchucks and he excels at the nunchucks because he can free his mind. And exactly. Just go with the flow and just cup is not full, man. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Easy to learn, baby. And he can he can spin the nunchucks <laughs> on their chain just like in the in the first film. Because... Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so a fellow <laughs> chucker. Yeah. Right? <laughs> All right. You know, and that's and that's what it is, man. Great. Um, yeah, it's great writing. <laughs> Closing thoughts on uh, Donatello? I, you know, he's definitely, like we said before, my favorite character. Um, the scientific mind, the creator, the sound mind. He's just cool, man. Everything he does is cool to me. Um, the way he... I like when they mix the comic relief, like I always repeat that, because it's funny to see somebody that's smart and funny. Which is, you really don't really see that. Every time you see somebody that's smart, it's like, oh, he's the nerd, he's the geek. Yeah, he's witty. Yeah, yeah but yo, else. he's hilarious in the movie. I love it. <laughs> it. Especially the second one when he's mixing the the mm. um, the um stuff with the doctor. Who I the thought anti-mutagen. The anti-mutagen. Yeah. And they drop it in. He's like, huh? Uh, uh, and they just keep mixing <laughs> yeah, it. He, he, he drops like half, uh, Mikey drops like half <laughs> yeah. of pepperoni pizza in there, yeah. And they're just like, huh? And they're just like, 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 let's mix it, mix it, mix it, mix it, mix it. Mix it. Yeah. And using the egg, the egg beater, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, he's just a great character, man. He's, um, I'm a fan of all the turtles, but Donnie just to me stands out. Yeah, I've gone on record as saying that like I love all the turtles equally. Um, currently, Mikey kind of is is uh, leading the pack for me as to who my favorite turtle is. But there has certainly been a time in my life where every single turtle has been my favorite turtle. Yeah. And I mean, it might have started with Leonardo, but then like very early on, it was Donatello because like. I was kind of labeled the nerd in school and stuff like mm. that, and I wore glasses, and it was this whole thing. So yeah, yeah, I lent, I leaned on to Donatello because I was just like, oh wait, being the smart person doesn't yeah. mean that you're not, you know, you're not capable or you're not cool. Yeah, you know? say no to bullying. Just because somebody's different <laughs> doesn't mean you gotta yeah. make fun of them. Please, I'm so tired of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop bullying me, everyone. Uh, but being that. That's the end. Uh, you know what time it is. It's what time is it? Pizza time! Hey. So, this time, if you're ready for this, we got a bowl out. We got, we got. Of course. Oh my god. Don't make a mess. That's what I'm going to do. Um, so, I made pizza ramen. Ooh. All right. So, it's ramen noodles that you okay. get. You just boil them in water and put your spices on. Now, except for I didn't use the spices. So, instead, I had... Um, Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, open that, and then you can serve yourself whatever you need. Thank There's you. your fork. So instead of using the um, spice pack that came with it, right. um, what we got? I got a powdered tomato, tomato powder, uh, powdered mozzarella cheese. Yeah, I know. This is the, one of the most difficult jobs I've ever tasked you with. Um, and then I spiced it up like a uh, like a tomato sauce. So I mean, oh, where? Like you a chef, Jason? No, no, no. You know that? Uh, we got uh, basil, oregano, red pepper. Um, nice. And then, I mean, okay, so traditionally when I imagine this, it's uh, specifically 
I wanted to do it in the tradition of ramen. Oh, what's that? Um, so, I mean, like, no, so just powder-based. I want to make everything so that it could just technically be thrown in a powder and you can just heat up and whatever. But uh, you need some fresh mozzarella on there. Ah, yes, sir. Thank you. All right, so some fresh mozzarella. Mozzarella? I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't have no good accents in my <laughs> in my catalog. All right, man. So just like everything else, we're gonna give this a try. Um, I'm not gonna take it personally if you hate it. Um, Tell I'm gonna, down. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't try it before. <laughs> yeah, let's I'm, go ahead. Let's go. All right. I think I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Definitely pizza flavored, right? It's good. I like it. <laughs> not not a miss yet, bro. Well. I don't have to bring it up again. But I got candy. <laughs> yeah. I'm but as sorry. far as anything yeah. I've made. This is popping. It's good. Alright, man. Uh yeah, I mean I already broke it down. I already told you what it is. It's good. That's all we need to know. Until next time. This has uh, been the Turtle Pizza Party Podcast. I've been your host, Jason Hillard. He has been my co host. Jamal. And we'll see you next time. Peace. <laughs>